Good day, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of Times of Refreshing. Uh, today, we're going to continue uh, on our subject, what we're discussing on the subject of being born again. And, um, okay, but before we start, let's have a short prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for another beautiful day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Father, we ask, oh God, that you bless us with your word today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I welcome you once again to another episode of Times of Refreshing. Uh, we started a subject. Um, we are looking at the issue of being born again and why it is necessary for us, for, for, for everyone to be born again. And it's a subject between Jesus and Nicodemus in John chapter 3 that Jesus uh, emphasized, said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that except a man be born again. And, and also explain to us that the subject is very, very important. You know, you know, when Jesus is emphasizing, there was so much emphasis on the subject matter of the kingdom. It means that it, it, it needs to be addressed. And Nicodemus was confused. He said, how can a man go back to his mother's womb and be born the second time? Now, Jesus now said, said to him that the kind of birth he's talking about is not the, the physical birth, it's not the natural birth, but has to do with the spiritual process. And that is where we stop. Now, we also look at the, 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 the importance of this uh, second birth. That uh, if the first birth had not had any issue, there would not have been a call for the second birth. And we know that um, everybody knows what happened. Like, well, I've already uh, actually opened our eyes to see what really happened to the first bet. Now, because we came from a process that was 40, so the, 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 the outcome of this process is also 40. Now, we came from Adam, and Adam has actually sinned against God, and he was sent out. He was not in, in, in communication with God. His spirit was not alive again. So, anything that comes from Adam, like I showed to us in Genesis chapter 5, the Bible says that Adam began to give birth uh, to children in his own image and his own likeness. Now, that means that not in the image of God again, but um, so when Jesus came, you, you see that um, the subject, the, the subject of his preaching, of his message was a new kingdom. And for people to be grafted into that kingdom, they need to be born the second time. And that is where we are looking at John chapter 3. You know, John chapter 3 is very interesting and is such a, a powerful discussion between our Lord Jesus Christ and a Pharisee. So today we are going to progress and we want to look at um, what it means to be born of the Spirit. What it means to be born of the Spirit. Uh, uh, it is quite interesting to, 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 to note that um, a lot of people know, many people go to church today, many people claim to be born again today uh, without knowing the process, what it takes to be a child of God and to be born of the Spirit. And except a man be born of the Spirit, uh, born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So it is very important for us to know uh, what it means to be born of the Spirit. Now, like I actually said that the first bat has its own um, peculiarity and also the second bat also has its, uh, 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 its own. And looking at it, you know, but there are differences and that is what we want to look at today. There are differences to, to the bed, I mean to how the things, I mean, the whole process, of course, there are differences to it. <clears throat> oh, 
now let's go back to the book of John chapter 3 John chapter 3 we want to look at verse 5 now Jesus answered very verily I said unto thee except a man be born of water and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God now Jesus said to enter into the kingdom of God the requirement um, is to be born of the spirit to be born again in other words what Jesus Christ was saying is that the, the, the process of being born in this second time has to be the spiritual one. And I've explained to us in the previous uh, teaching, we look at that um, it, it, will, it will require the word of God and the spirit to be born again. And so that's why Jesus Christ said, except a person, the word water there is talking about the word of God, while the spirit is talking about the Holy Spirit, the work of the spirit of God. So that um, we have actually mentioned. All right, let's progress today and let's look at how we move forward. So now, so to be born of the Spirit, it means since the Word of God is engaged and the Spirit of God is here, so we have to look at where the aspect of the Word of God. The aspect of the Word of God. Now, it means to hear the Word, or let's say the message of salvation, and believe it and accept it. To, to, let me repeat again. It means to hear the Word, the message of salvation, and believe it and accept it. That's the process. Now, a word is being preached to you, and that's the word of salvation. It must be a word of salvation. Now, we're going to talk about how this word. Now, what is the content of this word? It's not just any other word. It's just it must be a word of salvation. So, we must also look at the the content of that message. So, a word of salvation must be preached. A word that actually entails that um that there's a way out of the initial problem, the, the Adamic problem, and that there's a way into a new solution, a solution that has to be, uh, that is only gotten in the kingdom of God. So it is when a man believes this word and accepts it, is when the person is time to, to actually have received or to be born of this. We don't forget that I'm talking about the word of God, that it has to be, um, uh, the word of God. Now let's look at um, a passage I want to really look, look at is Romans chapter 10. Let's look at Romans chapter 10 because if you look at Romans chapter 10, we see how the apostle, apostle Paul look uh, display it telling us that for a person to be born again, the, it, it, it has to be, do it, believe you have to believe the word of God. Now, in Romans chapter 10, now I want to start from verse 8. We say, but what seeth it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Now, can you hear something like that? Just looking at it, say, the word of faith which we preach. Alright. So, now verse 9 says that if thou shalt believe with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, said thou shalt be saved. Now, when we're talking about verse 10, say, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, because if you look at this process very well, it actually entails that a word must be preached from verse 8. It said, A word of faith which we preach. So, it has to be the word of faith. Now, it means that the word is a word that you can believe. It's a word that you can accept. So it's not just any word. So now say verse 9, if thou shalt be, so now verse 9 now say, what are you going to believe? He said, if thou shalt believe, it shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. In other words, you have to confess the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and shall believe in their heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Now, in other words, that there's a process. You know, there's something you must believe. You can't just believe, oh, Jesus, oh, yeah, I believe in Jesus. So what are you believing in Jesus for? Now, let me say, Jesus, you believe in Jesus that. He says, if thou shalt confess, believe in the heart that Jesus, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. In other words, it means that you must believe that Jesus died for your sin. He came for your for the purpose. He died for your sin. And he, God raised him from the dead. And thou shalt be saved. And two, the word of God is for with the, with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's to tell us that uh, the two processes that to be able to believe and confess has to be engaged. And that is, and to, and don't forget the, the, the origin of this, that the word from verse 6 says, a word of faith which is preached is what you are believing. And what is in this word is the word is that Jesus died for your sin. And, and God raised him up the second, I mean, the third day. And that is what you believe. Now, if you're able to believe this and you accept it as part of you, it means that you have undergone the process of a new birth. And that is what interaction means. Now, now let's look, now look at another scripture that I want to give to us is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1. Let's look at how Apostle Peter put his own, um, his own description. Now, he said, being born again, not of corruptible. Now, I'm looking for 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. He said, being born again, and not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. In other words, he said, the process through which we are born again, that anybody can come into the kingdom of God, it has to be through the process of the word of God. And don't forget Romans chapter 10, verse 8 says, the word has to be preached. Then after it has been preached, then it has to be believed. Now there's something you have, you have to believe, that Jesus died for your sin and rose up and God raised him up uh, for your glorification, for justification. So that is what you believe. You must believe that. Until a man is, uh, I'm not talking about the belief. Belief is of the heart. When I'm talking about belief, because belief is not a mental asset. Just like okay, ah, I said no. It has to be in your heart, conviction. Like you are convinced, you are you are sure of what you are saying. Like you you, you are convinced. That's why like when you are giving a testimony, and um, you are sure of what you are saying, then there's a kind of confidence that you have inside of you that nobody can just dispute. So that is how believe it. So you believe you are convinced in your heart that this is what really happened and this is what you are going with. And that is what actually will transform you into the kingdom of God. Except a man believe this word of faith, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So now coming back to John chapter 3, where Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus and saying to him that except you are born of the water and of the spirit, so you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Of God, and um, let's now look at um, before we go today this morning. So let us now look at what are the differences between the first bat and the second bat. Now I want to compare the first bat and the second bat. So because it's quite very important. So the first thing I want to say here is that the first bat requires the the coming together of man and woman. So this first bat before a child can be born into this world, it means that a woman and a man has to come together. Uh, 
meeting together like an husband and wife and sexual intercourse and resorting into pregnancy and bring give 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 back. That is the first. That's about the first bet. And but the second bet has nothing to do with that. So it's it requires purely the word of God. It got purely the word of God being preached and one being accepted into. So that is uh, the, the, one of the, the first difference I want to uh, highlight here. So the second one is that the first take nine months. You know, like when uh, a baby is conceived in the, in the in the in the womb, it has to take a process of nine months before it can be delivered uh, into the life. Yeah, but the word of God, when it has to do with its spiritual birth, it has to do with immediately, instant, like. The day you give your life, the day you believe the word, that's the time you become a child of God. You don't have to wait for uh, a day or nine months before you become a child. You are born, you are given, you are born into the kingdom of God. So another thing I want to highlight, another point I want to highlight is that the first talking about um uh does not the, the, the natural birth does not require fit. It doesn't require any other thing. Even unbelievers can give us. So it doesn't require. But the second bet require faith. Faith in the word. Don't forget, it said is the Romans chapter ten verse eight. Said he said the word of faith which we preach. In other words, the word to be believed. So, so the 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 first one, the natural birth does not require faith. Why the second one required faith in the word that is preached, the word of God, the word of salvation. So then the fifth one I want to actually also say that. The, so the, so the, 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 the first does not impart your spirit but the second does now the first one has nothing to do with the spirit although the spirit is not alive yes although the person is living and is going about his normal he can even go to school study become a professor and every other thing but that doesn't mean that the person is alive to god that doesn't mean that the person is automatically translated to the kingdom of god so but the second one that when a person is born the second time is already in the kingdom of god that's why jesus christ said except this process is passed i mean you pass through this process you cannot come into the kingdom of God. Alright, today, so I'm just good a, a, a bit of recap that we have been able to see that to be born of the Spirit, to be born of the Spirit, like what Jesus Christ said in John chapter 3, verse 5, is to be born of the Word of God, to believe the Word of God, to believe the Word of salvation, the Word of faith. And Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, What are you going to believe? You have to believe that Jesus came to this world. You are we, we were all sinners before He came. So, but what He came to do is to deal with sin in our life. So, He has to die, He has to be the sacrifice. Well, tomorrow we're going to be talking much about the sacrifice of Jesus and why we are believing it because it's very important. Because some people say, Ah, okay, just tell me to believe. And okay, yeah, yeah, I believe. But we have to understand what we are even believing. So tomorrow we're going to look at how the process and why we need, we believe in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Uh, today, this is where we're going to stop. And I want to appreciate you for staying tuned to these uh, times of refreshing. I want to and I want to pray with you that the Lord will continually open your eyes to the message and the truth of the kingdom of God that liberates you. God bless you. Until we see tomorrow, I remain firm and God bless you. And I have a small assignment for you. I didn't just to mention four differences in different ways the spiritual birth is different from the uh the physical birth. Thank you until we see tomorrow. God bless you.